Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, music fans from around the world, you know the vibes, my tribe, a hearty hello there and welcome to Shine Aided Radio Live from the Res every Tuesday, 9 to 10 p.m. You can stream the show on Facebook at Shine Native Entertainment as well as on YouTube at Ideal Raps and on Twitter at Throne C. Not to mention, we've also expanded our reach a little bit. So if you missed the show and want to catch it in podcast format, we got it up on Anchor FM and that's they got a list where you can check where everything is found out on Shine Native Radio or on Spotify as well. So make sure you go and do that, man. I'm your player partner, pal, that lusty Leo with too much libido, Ideal. And you can follow me on all social media at Ideal Raps. Shine Native Radio is brought to you in sponsorship with Ever Revolved. Ever Revolved is a Chicago music re- collective ready to assist in taking your artistry to the next level. If you're an artist looking to build and look no further than Ever Evolved, make sure you check them out at everevolved.com and on all social media at Ever Evolved and Ever Evolved Studios. With that being said, I'm joined alongside my marvelous, scintillating, and exuberant co-host, Throne C and Mike Logic. What's hey. going on, everybody? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Mike Logic here. You can follow me on IG, M-I-C-L-O-G-I-K as well on Twitter. It's your girl, Throne C. Words, we see you, brother. What up, words? Um, it's Tuesday, second best night of the week. We glad all your faces in here. We see you, Josie. We see you, Andrea, Jeremy. Okay, we love your faces. Glad you joined us. We got lots to talk about. Appreciate you guys checking in. Yes. We got another great show for you guys tonight. As always, we got new music. We got a new submission from Frankie Diazzi, Fuego. Another song all the way from South Africa, Kalamambe by Righteous and Big Cheese. Another week, and of course, we got another opportunity to uh, crown another champion of chumps. Or two. We'll be discussing two new movies that we recently saw, White Tiger and I'm Your Girl. As well as we'll be talking sports. We got to talk the Conor McGregor. Mayweather versus Dustin Poirier. We got the NFL Championship wrap-up. We're talking a little bit of Bulls. As always, though, if you're new around here, we like to start the show off with our tried and true segment called What's Going On, where we take a look around and let you know what's possibly popping around that you need to keep your eyes on. And that's, you know, that's what we like to do around here, man. We get into it, man. We, we, talk, we talk sometimes. It might be a little too much for you. It, it might be too be. political. It might be. We don't know. But, you know, that's, that's what happens. Just I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. I mean, right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man. I said, no. What's happening? What's happening? What's that? That's it. You got it. I don't know what's going on. Don't see you do the honor of letting the good people out there know the answer to the proverbial question, what is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, I got another, you know, sometimes just makes you go, hmm. So most of us, if, if we got a bad grade, we came home, we knew what we were going to get, right? We were going to get an ass whooping, you know, and we were going to just deal with whatever we were going to get, right? Not get this, the yeah, or the switch or the cord. It was whatever was in their reach. You know what I'm saying? You were going to get something for sure, but not for this 17 year old Gregory Ramos. Um, he is a Florida teen getting 45 years in prison for strangling his mom to death during an argument over his bad grade. On wow. Friday, a judge sentenced the Florida teen to 45 years in prison, again, for the crime of strangling his mom to death. 46-year-old Gail Clevenger, they too argued over a bad grade he got back in November of 2018. He was 15 at the time of the murder. He apologized, but um, they knew he did it. He actually covered up the scene after killing his mom, strangling her to death, then took her... For to- his bad grade? Yes. How yes. does that work? 
I, well, apparently, after killing her, he reportedly used a wheelbarrow to transport her body into a van and then took her to a local church where he buried her beneath a fire pit. It was also reported that Ramos and a pair of friends later set up the home to look like a burglary. Those friends are now facing their own potential sentences, which could be up to 30 years apiece if convicted, given the maximum punishment for being accessories after the fact to premeditated first-degree murder. What a bunch of psychos. Exactly. I mean, and then uh, in toward the end of this uh, little report here, he was saying he was sorry because the grandmother was in court, which was his mom's mother. I took her away. I shouldn't have done that. You crazy. You have to. Is there something wrong with you? Yep. Who does that? The screws are loose. I told my mom at one point, hey, I'm not going to bring you these. I'm going to bring you uh, quite a few C's. You know, I'm okay. Where to strive for mediocrity, <laughs> Carmen. I was like, but that's what it's going to be. We're going to be good here. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. You know, that's the best my best. That's why she's called Throne C. <laughs> no, that's not it. But anyway, uh, sad all around. I mean, his life was gone anyway. Uh, I don't understand what anyone would. But I guess that's the thing we wouldn't understand because we weren't, uh, you know, we weren't getting mad at our parents and going like. It, it sounds like a lot of unnecessary work. If I was going to go about it, if you would have did all the time that you, you're going to pay for the crime and all the time it took to get everyone else involved, it would have just been a lot easier if you studied for the test. I just don't, I don't understand. Or just take the ass whooping or the yelling, because yeah. I know she wasn't, you know, she wasn't beating him. I don't understand the kid's logic at all. Uh, sometimes there isn't logic, you it, know. It's, there it, it's is, my um, fault if I if I got the bad grade, if I didn't do good on a test, I'm bringing home bad grades. It's not my mom or my dad's fault. Jeremy said, everybody want to be sorry after the fact. And that's, that's always the thing, though, ain't it? Like, you knew what you were doing was wrong. You know right from wrong. I'm not going to go strangle my mother because she yelled at me about a bad grade. I went and got, I know how to study for that test. It got me out of nowhere. I mean, we've all thought about it, but you don't do it. Now. <laughs> you I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Love your mama. It's a joke. <laughs> and, and I don't I say it to be funny. I don't want to be morbid, but wouldn't you go after the teacher? Instead of your your mom or your dad, your, well, his your teacher's, teacher's not No, because his teacher's not yelling at him. His, his but teacher, that's the one who gave him the. I, I just don't get it. it. There's there's no logic behind this crime at all. Mama said, "Believe me, I would be the one in jail. My kids knew better. Seeing music was unacceptable for me." Oh man, she ain't even lying. I'll How tell about you, Jim. I'll tell you a story. People people be like, "Man, you got really good penmanship for a, a man," and I'd be like, "Well, let me tell you the funny story. I brought home a C once in penmanship. Didn't go very well. I learned to get that little cursive going. I learned how to move that." Pen. I'm gonna start practicing real, real good. Mama did not play around. That's why I said we had to have a serious conversation. Me and my mom. <laughs> Expect- I was like, Look, expectations have to have been set. <laughs> like, keep those hands finely manicured. Hey, hey. like your other two kids, like you can go on in them, but they mean you know, and this is what it's gonna be. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, crazy man. story. Sad all around. Like I said, the poor mother, you know, who his grandma that uh, terrible all around. Man, love your kids. I don't know what else to say, man. Be don't be their friend. Be their parent. Rest in peace. So to they her. always know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about yourself, Mike? What's going on? Well, I want to give you guys an update on the Ultimate Sitcom Tournament. This will be one of the last updates. We are down to the final four. And in the classics, we have the Cosby Show going up against Married with Children. And for the recents, we have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus The Office. So we'll start voting on those Thursday, and we'll finish up the finals on Friday. 
So thank you to everybody who's participated. It's been a lot of fun going down memory lane, reliving some of the, the shows we grew up watching as children. Appreciate you guys helping with that. So for my what's going on, it was one year ago that legendary NBA basketball player Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant were involved in a helicopter crash that took their lives as well as seven other passengers on board. This was news that shook the entire world. Even if you weren't a fan of Kobe, you had to feel bad for Kobe as a father and his daughter. Do you remember where you guys were when you received the news? Working on something like usual. I was here I in the know. media room because you came running in here and you were like, Kobe's gone. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, I was. And I didn't know. And he like ran out. The spear, the, the, the color, if you can imagine, there's not much there, but it fell out of him. You know, and I was like, geez, what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah, no, I was, I was in the living room and I was scrolling through Facebook when I saw a TMZ post. And then I started getting several messages from people who don't normally text me about basketball related stuff. So I thought this had to be fake news, or at least I, I, at least I, I hoped it was fake news. I honestly, in the same way, uh, I believe that as well. Um, I, I kept refreshing to see, because you know how we always fall, nah, I don't want to say victim, we're prey to, but you see those rumors out there, those fake deaths of celebrities here, like, yeah. nah, I don't think this one, that does not make no sense. Yeah, you always kind of be like, you and, don't just jump on that and train. Then, and then you started seeing, like, so there was footage of, like, the helicopter and people on Twitter, and you're like, yo, this is not looking good, and, like, I remember being extremely saddened in the fact that Kobe passed, but then it took it to a whole other level when you found out there was other people with him, including mm, his daughter, kid, as well yeah. as other young ones as well. So it was gut-wrenching and And it, it didn't sit right with me how TMZ reported it to the world before the family even knew what occurred. I thought that was pretty shameful on their part. Just imagine one of your close family members or immediate family members passes away and you're finding out through social media. How would you feel? Well... In TMZ's defense, they're not really a journalistic, they're not like tied to those journalism principles that they have to adhere to and all that. They're, they're, are they? Yeah, because they're like an outlet, obviously, and they give out news, but like, in essence, no, they're not. They're and, entertainment, and, and, they run under the... And in their world, if you second with the news, you might as well not even got out the news out there. I just yeah. feel like ethically... That but I just that told cool. you why it didn't yeah. really matter. I know, I, I, I'm still, I don't agree. So I was a huge Kobe fan, and I was blessed to see his final game versus the Bulls. Me and Jordan went. Oh, that was really cool, yeah. Jordan's my son, for y'all who don't know. And we both had our Kobe gear on. I don't know if you remember. I had my my shirt that commemorated his 81-point performance, and I had my Kobe Poison Dark Frog 7s on my feet. That's my favorite basketball shoe, for you guys who don't know. And Jordan, he had a Kobe hoodie on that I purchased for him, you know, in light of this special occasion. And it was awesome to watch one of our basketball heroes up close for one last time. I mourned the loss of Kobe like he was a family member, and I must have cried for like six days. I have no shame in admitting that. I actually said that in a tribute song and video that I made a tribute for Kobe, and it was cathartic for me. I grew up watching him play. He was a cutthroat magician, and he even had a mentality named after him. He saw things differently, and even more than a basketball player, I came to admire the person who he was off the court. Yes, he made his mistakes, but he was definitely making a difference especially for young female athletes and, and the youth who looked up to him. He was, he was a girl dad. It's a year later and I still feel sadness whenever Kobe's mentioned or his image is displayed. And I don't think there's a celebrity whose death hit me like Kobe's. He's about to be enshrined in the Basketball Hall of Fame this year, rightfully so, after the legacy that he's left. And there will be, never be another Kobe Bean Bryant. I'm not going to say rest in peace because his legend will always live on. And we will always remember number eight, number 24, and number two. Thank you, Vino. Something on, something on. With everybody I know
for you. What uh what year was he drafted and what position overall? Ninety-six position? No, like the in the position in the draft. Eleventh? In love enough. Thirteenth. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you hey, said I just, that. I just want to say Andrea. Because uh, thirteen agreed was, with was you. the other number. Andrea agreed with you. She said the fact that TMZ was the first news that reported it and didn't let the family get the news first. So I'm assuming she's agreeing with what you're saying. Again, thanks everyone for tuning in. We see all of you. We appreciate each and every one of you uh making sure you're here tonight. Drafted thirteenth by Charlotte, traded to the Lakers. Yes. Thank you. You good, you good. I was too off. My bad, Kobe. So, in a ruling handed down recently in the U.S. District Judge Maloney stated that Paul and Beth working will have to pay their son David, forty-two, who's 42 years old, as much as $75,000 for destroying his porn. I guess, uh, man, his parents threw out his porn. He's going to win a large collection suit. Are it's you a, serious? Yes, a Michigan man sued his parents for throwing out his prized pornography collection. He's now in line to collect the hefty, hefty reimbursement from them. Well, it is his property. Um, you, you don't go sue your parents over some, like... You don't kill your mom over a bad You don't, report you card. don't, you don't. Even but- if the collection was irreplaceable? <laughs> We're talking porn. Yeah, come on. Dude had 12 boxes of pornographic films and magazines. You know, they, you, 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 you don't got to get the physical copies anymore. <laughs> That's a sticky situation. Oh, man. He didn't have his drums. I know. Thank he you. didn't even lined up. It's all right. It's all right. He wasn't expecting that Gross. kind of whip from me. He took his parents to court over that? Yeah. And they going to have to pay him money? Apparently so. That's que horrible. I don't even know what to say about that, y'all. That's just. Well, thank you for sharing that, that right wonderful there, man. What do y'all think about that? Story with us. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> it was it was a short week for me. What do y'all think about it's that? It's all good. Could you uh, imagine? I thought that you gotta ask your kids any hey, before you touch or throw anything away. Do you need this? Is it yours? Do you want this? Take it. No, no. What? Come on. Well, I mean, stabbing your parents, suing your parents. Something wrong in the, with the water. I think I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? I see what you did there. Artists that want to be a part of this show, make sure you send your music to shinativeradio at gmail.com. We'll take a look at it. Uh, The next artist we got right here is from Frankie Diazzi. It's called uh, Fuego. Fuego. Throw him, see, you want to tell us a little bit about him? Oh, snaps. He got me. In yeah, he was born and, and raised in Chicago. Mostly, but mostly Logan. Logan Square in Humble Park area. He's been into music and writing since he was 15 years old. Took a long hiatus, 13 years, kind of, from the game. Combination of the first lockdown and listening to words, Winter Solstice, gave him the itch to get back in. His project and debut album, The Second Coming, is set to release on 212 at midnight. And there will be a music video to follow 12 hours later at noon on the 13th. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Make sure you remember where you heard it here first. Shine Native Radio. Let's go. What? We fucking it up. Can you feel me? We on fire. There's gas in the drum. Pass the blunt and let's get higher. We fucking it up. Can you feel me? We on fire. There's gas in the drum. We fucking it up, te tenemos jodido. Nacido en Chicago, crió en caserío. Franco me invitó a que tirara lo mío. Por eso en el estudio de nuevo metido. En tu cara me río. Feliz sentido. Al tía tu gorillo te coco fundido. Otro como yo todavía no la tío. Neto tu vaya, abuelo y tu tío. What is the deal? Te da calor frío. Gun in your mouth, out of the field. Tasting the steel. Shit just got real. Mirando para el cielo y gritando, Dios mío. Ni se imagina lo que hemos vivido.
mío, pregunte quién somos, nadie está crecido, lidiando a cualquiera, sacamos prendido, ciudad de los vientos, el infierno más frío. We fucking it up, looking for trouble, it's something that I don't commend, but there is a couple of freaks and giving a look that they are committed to bend, so I'm gonna fuck up the night, you only live once, I suggest that you follow my friend, roll up a wood and lay on your back, and watch her indulge in her sexual sins, I'm in a trance like HBK, I kip up and shit me right into a trance, she want the fans and willing to tell all the matter to cost and fuck up her mans, this is a glance, living out dreams to become a rap star that never were planned, got my own man, all in my head, breakfast in bed and script up a hit, this is all day, I do not kid, but you can get played, so move out the way, who is you playing, bitch who is you playing, we fucking it up, can you feel me, we on fire, this gas in the drum, pass the blunt and let's get higher, we fucking it up, can you feel me, we on fire, this gas in the drum, pass the blunt and let's get higher, we fucking it up, can you feel me, we on fire, this gas in the drum, pass the blunt and let's get higher, we fucking it up, can you feel me, we on fire, this gas in the drum, pass the blunt and let's get higher, Diazzi, vamos a decirle a estos locos que, si no aguantan presión, que salgan de la cocina, que aquí está caliente, papá, fuego, Hey man, what y'all think about that joint? How y'all liking that one? Fuego by Franco Diazzi. Okay, duh. Hey, it's my kind of jam, you know what I mean? Die that one. Got that bounce. Bang, bang. Yes. I like that. That chorus is awesome. Great job, Franco. Hey, AC, y'all. Miguel said light it up. I see, uh, he's been working lately. I like it. Yeah. I'm glad he uh, decided to pick the pen back up. Miguel, we just I just put it there. This is Franco Diazzi. It's called Fuego. You can follow him on Instagram at DiazJr83, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, Franco, R-F-R-A-N-C-O, Diazzi, D-I-A-Z-Z-Y. I think also that's really cool that he shouted out words as being an inspiration for Heck him. Heck yeah, I saw the numbers like, okay, you see words out there inspiring people every day. I love it. That's what's up. It's awesome. You know, because some people might not want to admit that just because of pride or ego, whatever, but... Big, big up to you, Franco. We weren't even thinking that, but I just thought that was cool, man. Anytime someone, you know, inspires you to get up and, you know, redo something, that's cool. So look forward to seeing your project, uh, whatever you uh, throw out there. Yeah. In February, February yes, 12th, you said. Yeah, Shine Radio is live from the res. It's live every Tuesday, Let's 9 to part. 10 p.m. On Facebook page, Shine Native Entertainment, YouTube at Ideal Raps, and on Twitter at Throne C. It's another week, another chump out there. So it's only right. We crown our champion of chumps. You didn't do it, didn't reach your goal. You have your no idea what an idiot is. And you didn't have what it takes. So here's to you and your loser. Mistakes. You're a loser. You are you feeling sorry for yourself? You well, you shouldn't be because you are dirty. You lost it. This isn't your time. This wasn't for you. Why am I such a loser? Why? Well, your father was a loser, but a dream. And his father. And his father. It's not evidence. You don't listen to common sense. You went Oh, Michael, I know you got a couple champion of chumps you want to talk about this week. So I'm looking at a couple. <laughs> You're so clever. Like, where no, do you I'm find just, the time to do all your I jokes? I love you guys. I'm just playing. Yeah, I got a chump or a couple chumps. A group of carjackers pulled a 73-year-old man from his car early Tuesday in Calumet Heights and punched him in the face. Mm. Five males exited a white Hyundai that stopped in front of the man. As it, he, it, it took five? Five of these. <laughs> five of them. Five of these chumps. <laughs> they stopped in front of the man as he drove to work. 
He's going to work on top of it all. He's not just driving out there leisurely. That's what I thought. On the 2600 block at East 91st Street. Man, y'all some chumps. One of them pulled the 73-year-old man from his red Mitsubishi. They jacked him for a Mitsubishi. What you, what you, why you talking out the side of your neck about that Mitsubishi? That was the second thought I had. I'm not like, for a Mitsubishi. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got one, but I'm just saying. You can get one, too. It's not that hard. So, nah. the, so the group jumped in the man's car. They're going to try to take Manny Mitsubishi Black Beauty from me. <laughs> hey, you got to be careful. The group jumped in the man's car as well as the Hyundai they arrived in and they drove off. The 73-year-old refused medical attention. He's a trooper. And no arrests have been made. Last week, police superintendent David Brown outlined a plan to address the rise in carjackings. Yeah, have you heard? It's like, it's almost up to seven a day. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's more than doubled in the past year. So you guys, be careful out there. Yeah, Especially you- if you're driving a black... Beauty Mitsubishi. <laughs> no, I just say you really do have to be cognizant of your surroundings. You got to be watching when you're out there. It doesn't matter. I be uh, working sometimes late. I, the first thing I do is hop in that car and I hit that lock button real quick. And I keep my little my little stuff by me, you know, just in case I have to protect myself. But you got to be aware of what's going on. You can't be like, <laughs> what's going on? Watching everywhere. I may or may not have that thing on me. Okay, so we got another champion of chump this week. Uh, Jerry said we uh, we come from poverty, man. We ain't have a thing. I don't know what what's he quoting. I don't know. Jerry, what you quoting? Because you got the quotations around it. You've stumped us at Shotinator Radio, so please. Does let us that know. happen? No, I was gonna. Go. I was gonna say like it's it's really just a trickle down effect of the economy and everything that's going on with COVID and people losing their jobs. It's you're seeing the increase in violent crimes because that would classify as a violent crime. Mm-hmm. But couldn't yep. they just throw the 73-year-old man out of the car instead of punch him in the face? I mean, you're jacking him for uh, his car. You're dealing with criminals. They're not exactly coming up. Excuse me, sir. Um, you, I, was um, wonder, I was wondering if um, um if, if, if you could, like, um you know, if, if I could inconvenience If you could please moment. just exit the vehicle. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Did they have to? And, no. And we won't, we won't hurt you. Just, just go ahead and exit the vehicle. He's quoting Polo G. Man. Look at Jerry. You see, you see, you're such a little, you know, you, you look at a little rough side to you sometimes, I see. How does that translate? You listen to Polo G? I don't listen to Polo G. Mm. How would that sound if I listen to Polo G? We come from poverty, man. We ain't have a thing. Polo G, pop out. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Twitter has banned another person again indefinitely. The My Pillow CEO. If he didn't dig his own grave with his company. He didn't really didn't did it now. And who knows? He'll probably, I, I, I even think when he first was, you know, tweeting all this banana stuff, uh, they, they warned him and stuff. And then he was losing his partnership. Well, what, he, he was, what, he was uh, tweeting crazy too. Yeah. Twitter has yeah, permanently banned about- Mr. Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell's account after he continued to perpetuate the baseless claim that Donald Trump won the 2020 U S presidential election. He continued to say that it was rigged. It was a lie. He should still be president. Yada, yada, yada. And due to repeated violations of its civic integrity policy, a spokesperson said in a statement that they would permanently ban him from using Twitter. Well, I'll sleep better now knowing that. I've never had it in my pants. No, that was a good one. No, I like it. <laughs> well, don't give me the wah Give me oh, the drums. Where the drums at? I should have gave you a boom. Yeah, when I edit the podcast, I'll put something epic in there. I'm sure you will. But this leads me 
to something else really quick to get on one more. You know, somebody was uh, tweeting about J-Lo when she did this. Um, she recreated the little beach scene from My Love Don't Cost a Thing. And everyone was up in arms. They're like, she's flaunting her money. It's a pandemic. You know, everyone's always got something to say with celebrities. You know, you don't have to follow them. You don't have to buy anything that they sell, any of their music, view their videos, their perfumes, nothing. And if you don't contribute to anything that they do, why do you care so much? Y'all are just slow. I don't know what you care. Why? why it's her money. She got it. And whatever you do with your money, I don't care about. So, like, why does it matter? I didn't even think that when I saw it. I just thought it was J-Lo being extra. She's J-Lo. 20-year yeah. anniversary. She threw her watch off. I'm, gonna, I'm sure someone picked it up. And I didn't care which watch it was. I'm, I'm not looking at that. I'm going to be honest. When I see mon money spent like that, just frivolously, I, I sometimes wonder what I could do with that money. What good I could do with that money instead of spending it on millions of dollars on junk. Mm. That's well, not true, though, because in hindsight... Your money that you make could be a fortune to somebody else, so they could be sitting there judging you and be like, I wonder what kind of good I could do with all that money he's frivolously throwing away. True. Very true. Let's not go casting stones. Exactly hey, what thing, I'm saying. You, let, you guys didn't let me finish. And then I, I oh, keep how convenient. But I keep it to myself because I get what you guys are saying. It's their money. They earned it. They can do what they want with it. I'm just saying I would do things differently. But that's just me. I'm not telling them they should. I mean, that's what I you can continue. I'm planning on running on 20, 2024 presidentially just saying, you know, that's my campaign. Why does it matter? Why do you care? Who cares? I, yeah, I don't get it. You, you, know, you don't count another that, grown person's. Every day there's always like a backlash of what someone else did or, you know, semi-celebrity or celebrity. And it's like, you know, you the heifer watching it. Get out of here. Get you some biz. Don't you got to go to work? Yeah, man. Don't you got to go to work? And Jason, just because you're late, that means you got to stay after class. <laughs> <laughs> What we format Jason. is Jason on? He's on YouTube. What up, Jay? See, uh, I got this fancy thing streaming right here. I got all the comments from all the places popping off right now. He's single-handedly keeping Jersey Mike's in business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just told him that story the other day for the first time. He's just getting that right now. Me going to Jersey Mike's when it opened up twice a day. Talking about, talking about that big kahuna? That big, hey. Have y'all had the big kahuna from Jersey Mike's? You know Man, what I'm talking about. He then. was going twice a day for weeks. That was let addicting. me tell you. That was a, that was a low showed, point in my life. It showed. And it, we were like, okay, bro, it's over. There was an intervention. My pockets are a lot lighter, but I was 40 pounds heavier after that. It was horrid. I was like, dude, and he would just be cheesing from ear to ear, man. That was some bad times, man. Bad times. <laughs> I needed that place closed. I'm glad they're gone. Somebody they're no closed it down. The area. Some, somebody said something. <laughs> somebody put a bug in their ear. I'm like, oh, we got to get rid of this place. It, can't, it, it was literally five minutes away from here. I thought it was popping. Every time I walked in, you know, obviously I got greeted like a king, but there was there was a lot of patrons in there. So I thought it was doing, doing well and making a lot of money. Mm. I was wrong. Hey, mm. Paul said, tell all these rappers not to go to strip clubs and pay for someone's education. Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> You're welcome, Jersey Mikes. It was fun while it lasted. Uh, not to get too low after getting too high, but I think I'd be remiss if we didn't mention a couple passings this uh, past weekend. We had um, legend Larry King pass. Oh, yes. The king of interviews. Him and him I'm and sitting right here. How, how damn dare you? It goes, it goes, it goes Larry King. Howard Stern, ideal. Well, you can... Because Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie. You can interchange number two What's and three. What's up, Maria? <laughs> but, yeah, Larry King was 
he had thousands of interviews. I think like thirty thousand in his in his career. Did you see that clip they kept? They were running with when he um he was I sent interviewing it to you. oh the DJ, DJ Khaled. <laughs> I know Ron who saw it. That's, it's going, he's it? going, he's like, so how did you put on all the weight? Bogus. Bogus, <laughs> just out of nowhere. We weren't even talking. We I weren't mean, even Larry, I know, Larry I know you're a legend and you're an old man, but you better stop. <laughs> and and, and Kyle's face was like. Yeah, take a sip, take a sip, <laughs> take a sip for Larry, take a sip. Cheers, Larry, this one's for you. Hope you up there. I'd have, living all them, I'd have been lying when he you. asked that question, how'd you put on all the weight? I'd be like, can I get another drink over here? <laughs> oh and then the home run king, oh Hank Aaron. Henry Hank Aaron, passed away. Yeah, uh, seven hundred fifty-five home runs in his career. Ah, uh, yeah. Some would say that is still the record. The true home run king. Uh huh. I do like Bonds though. I like. Bonds. Yeah. Well, how old was he? He was seven in the seventies, right? I think he was eighty-two or eighty-three. Oh, hmm. Well, I thought he was seventy-three. Okay. Well. No. He's born in nineteen thirty-four. Can you do the math? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> he was 86. February 5th is his birthday, so. Yeah, R.I.P. to uh, Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank Aaron. And we had one that just happened today. I sent it to you, and uh, I know you're familiar with his work, so I wanted, I wanted to let you know, and then I'll let you go ahead and talk about it real quick. R.I.P. to NBA writer and analyst Sekou Smith, who passed away at the ten- tender age of 48. Ooh. I, I loved watching him on... NBA TV. He was an excellent analyst. I thought he always added something to the show. He's survived by his wife, Heather, uh, his children, Gabrielle, or excuse me, Gabriel, Riley, and Cameron. So RIP Sekou Smith. Man, there's been a lot of death on this show. Yeah. We need to liven this up a little bit, y'all. <laughs> we got another song coming up or something. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes that's what happens with the what's going on. There's this, this some bad stuff happening. We got to let the people know. I will, know? I will say uh, Kobe's death last year kind of set everything downward for the year. Kobe's death and COVID came shortly after that. I, I okay. I don't think like those, that at all. I don't think those timelines add up. Yeah, but okay. I, don't I feel think like Kobe's death was a springboard <laughs> depending to, to on, a shitty 2020. <laughs> depending on where you lived in the world, I don't think it's Kobe's death than the COVID. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Not for me either. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, tragic either way, but it wasn't. But uh, when we go back and rewatch the history, it'll be a prominent story to be told. Much like these stories that we got to get into. You know how we do over here, man. Shine Native Radio Live every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Make sure you're checking us out on the Facebook page, Shine Native Entertainment. Everybody that is, man, we appreciate y'all. We're always rocking with y'all. Man, our people over there on YouTube at Ideal Raps, you know, we ain't forget about y'all either. We see you out there. And on Twitter, at Throne C. It is what it is, man. We love y'all too, baby. You know, let's get into now a feature presentation. The sorry state of films today. Go to the lobby. Let's all go to the if movie stinks, just don't go to get ourselves a treat. Hated it. So around here, we rate movies on a scale of one to three eyes. Three eyes being a classic, two being good, two and a half being great. That's how we rate. We rate in halves. And one, anything less than two, we would basically say it's at your own discretion. Do not watch it. With that being said, we saw two movies. Throne C, start us off. We saw on the first one, it was on Netflix called White Tiger. The Netflix movie, The White Tiger, is centered on Belram Adarsh Gurav, chronicling his epic journey of a poor Indian driver who must use his wit and cunning to break free from servitude to his rich masters and rise to the top of the heap from abject poverty to become a successful entrepreneur. 
You gotta watch the movie because I don't know about that. The movie the might en- still be going on right the now. The ingrained notion of caste-based division in Indian society creates a nuanced contrast between the rich and the poor. This great divide is further exacerbated via the notion, like I said, of caste in India. It cripples those hailing from impoverished backgrounds as they find themselves constantly on the brunt of injustice, social prejudice, and discrimination. Starring Raj Kumar Rao, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Mahish Mandrakar. It was a phenomenal movie. I liked it. No, you're not going to like what I have to say then. Okay, well. Well, go ahead. The floor is yours, Mike Bailey. I felt like this movie dropped the ball because they had something great to work with. But just the way they executed it, they could have cut like 40 minutes off this movie and just got to the real problem of the movie. But it's kind of like they just kept dancing around it and just filling in unnecessary space. Now, I like the story. There was a lot of things they were dealing with. You had somebody who couldn't wait to have, they called him a master in the movie. Mm-hmm. He couldn't wait to work for a master. He loved his master. Then he grew to detest his master. They dealt with the caste system. They talked about the caste system in India a little bit. And you saw someone go from rags to riches. I like that. Rags to riches. But it was just too long. Even there there were some people. Um, have you ever name. watched any Bollywood movies? I'm, I'm just saying there, there were a couple times and... we were watching this. We're like, yo, is it almost over yet? We were actually checking to see how, how much longer we had. And it wasn't because we were all tired. It's just like, yo, get to get to the point of this movie. I didn't I didn't like that part of the movie that it just dragged on for no the apparent length. reason. I, I think I could kind of agree with Mike because when I was watching it, I felt like if I was editing this movie, I could have snipped a certain part. There was out. a lot of stuff. We could have cut, cut it out. down by yeah. at least 15, 20 minutes. Mm. And we could have told the story. And I think the story in there in itself had a lot of potential to be told because it could have even got darker, I think, like just going into it and then expanding upon it. But I... I did like my guy, man. In the beginning, you want to know about an entrepreneur? I'll tell you about one. <laughs> it was very anticlimactic. So, with that being said, how many eyes you give it on a scale of one to three eyes? I'm giving it two and a half. One and a half. Ooh. One and a half. I'll give it two eyes. So, somewhere in there, as you can tell, we kind of all disagree on it. But you know, I think it's worth your watch. It was a great cast. Casted really well. Yeah, Miss Jonas is in it. She mm-hmm. she was good. Her character was awesome. I, I thought Chopra every, Jonas. Every time I see her, I'm like, is that Nick Slovin? You're like, yes. I'm like, mother. He always does. I'm like, yes, Chris. <laughs> yes, that's Chris. his wife. Yes, <laughs> yes that's his wife. Like, he don't got enough good stuff going on in his life. <laughs> that is his wife. That's what happens when you're good looking and a talented singer. <laughs> you greedy bastard, say yeah, something for us. Uh, He's short, so she's got to be short, too. She's, she's taller tall. than him. She's five, uh, not that I know, but she's five seven. And I think he's five six. Five seven and three quarters. No, I think he's shorter than that. Yeah. Well, I think I he's so. only 5'4". Whatever. From something I read, and he puts little stilts in his shoes, His you know? bank account's tall. Oh, yeah, he's man. standing on his wallet. He's, he's going to be the stacked. tallest he's one in this room. His bank account stacks up. Uh, we got one more movie, Carmen? Throw a Yes, we do. Now, this one we watched on Amazon Prime. This is called I'm Your Girl. In the 1970s set crime drama, a woman is forced to go on the run after her husband betrays, betrays his partner, sending her... And her baby on a dangerous journey. You gotta watch the movie. I don't want to give away too much. I mean, I kind of want to tell them about that her and her baby part, but I don't know if I should. Tell them. Nah, 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 they, they might not even watch it. Nah, it's they don't need to know. And the song, it. and the movie's called "I Am Your Woman." Just to be clear, guys. Oh, 
Well, then I messed that one. No, I keep, am your continue, woman. Continue. I just I, wanted to I clarify. Why we t- oh, you know why? Because we first all, just, put, I'm I don't your know, girl. I don't, I don't know why you put we in that kind of sentence. Because uh, I was with him, and then he he said, I'm your girl. And I'm like, I can't find it, and I forgot to change that. But yeah, I'm your woman. I am your woman. I am your woman. The 2020 film. Yes. What would you say about What would you say about it? It, it kept my attention. Yeah, I liked it because it was kind of a story that we haven't really seen from that angle the way they kind of try to tell it yeah i um, well really have we not have we not isn't that always her role like that of the woman who's involved with a guy living you know making i'm not even not talking about the right that. i'm not talking about the actress i'm just saying the having to yeah, I guess. Be I on know. the run, dealing yeah, with the drama what? of dealing Maybe. with someone who's involved in illegal activities and the life that it brings. I think it was shot very well. It looked good. But it's all right. It's all right. I'll give it two aights. It's all I'm right. I'm definitely going to give it two aights. It'll keep you busy. If you got nothing to do, we ain't going nowhere right now, you know. Pop that one in and watch it, you know. And if you don't, don't like it, then come back and tell us, man, like, you shouldn't even waste my time. Anyone man. else seen it? Uh, I gave it two aights. Okay. So we had. We, yeah. we didn't love it, but we didn't hate it. It's, it's good. It's all right. Yeah. You got to understand when we say something's all right, it means it's good. It's all right. If I'm staying awake, it's all right. You but know but I mean? I'm not running it back. And, but that's not saying much because I ain't running many movies back. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a, like a two time, watch it again, second time, third time. Nah. Once I've seen it, I'm pretty good. I know what happened. So, artists that want to be a part of this show, we're live every Tuesday, 9 to 10 p.m. And if you want to be a part of this show, send your music to shinenativeradio at gmail.com. We'll take a check and look at it and see if we want to play it. That's exactly what the next artist did. Who is that, Throne C? This next artist is Righteous. He's all the way from South Africa. Malambane is the name of the song. It's a South African colloquial term of endearment. Used to describe a real person who seems to always endure through even the most challenging of times. Malambane as a song by Righteous and Big Cheese produced by Dome speaks to the motivation that keep Africans going through even the most challenging, ever-changing landscape. Remember what you heard it here first. Shot Nated. Let's go! With my
Featuring Big Cheese. Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah, he's uh it's probably the second or third time we played him on this show. Second time. Second time. Okay. For sure. Yeah, and uh definitely been following him. You know, we 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 got him on the Facebook and I see you out there doing your things, brother. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep rocking. Absolutely. Um I, I love just it. Wanna let people know, man. Keep you know, just cause you send us one thing, we don't play it. It uh, send us something else you do. You never know. Keep sending them. He's keep. on Facebook. You can follow him at Righteous One. R-Y-T-I-O-U-S, the number one, as well as Twitter at Righteous and Instagram, Righteous King. So make sure you uh, hit him up and uh, keep in touch on his music and his movements, man. Yes. And you'll update the page, too, the Ideal Raps page. So Correct. If you guys wanna... For everyone that's always wondering, if you wanted to catch the song again, and you were like, I don't remember, you don't want to go through the, the reel of finding it, you can go to IdealRaps.com, hit the Shine Native Radio tab, and I will always list the artists that we... Uh, Feature that week there with their handles on there and the name of the song. And you'll see their promo pic. So you can figure it out real easy. Real easy. Idealrest.com. been really good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Huh? Just bigger and better. Yeah, artists that want to be a part of the show, make sure you send your music to shynativeradio at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take a look at it. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And if we want to bump it, we'll play it. I've been waiting all show for this. Hold up. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Hello? You play to win the game. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Oh, another week in the NFL is past, inching us one more game away from the big one, the one for it all. February 7th. 
Jeremy's like, OMG, OMG, he's ready. Give it to him. Give it to him, my dear. I, 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 I wish I could say something right now because I can't. I'm I, I parched. I can't even get my words out. Hey, can you pass this down to him? I thought quick? you were a man of integrity. Where's my... Pass that down to him Hold on, quick. hold on. Here you go. Beep, beep. Arnold Palmer alert. Arnold Palmer alert. Who wants some Arnie Palmies? That's as good as... There you go. That's three I cases. Gotta, I got... So, just to be clear, you're not getting an apology from me. You didn't earn it. And this is what I get. And I owe you with three cases of Arnold Palmer's. Mm. Baby Zeb wrote that. Just wait till you get those Arnold Palmer's. They're so delicious. What happened, so Michael? They- you were so confident, too. I cut the perfect part. If y'all ain't seen us shine native on all our social media, we ran a little clip. Myself and, 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 and Mike Logic had a little little bet. Put a couple cases of Arnold Palmer's on there. Some delicious ones, I might add. And... He was really confident. And I, we keep telling him the stove is hot. He keep going for it. He keep touching it. He think he always know. He always knows better. So he put three cases of Arnold Palmer's on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers he defeating sure did. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I should have known better than the bet against the GOAT. Jason said no strikes again. Put him in a fucking bedroom. I don't want him near me. Jason, shut the hell up. <laughs> mush. You don't, you don't get to call me that, Jason. <laughs> I love it. I'm running with it, Mush. But look, the, the greatest thrower of the football. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about myself when you mentioned In my opinion, one, uh, one no against one. the greatest football player of all time, the greatest quarterback of all time, however you want to. He's been to the Super Bowl, what, 10 times? Okay, yeah. now listen to him. He's going to probably win his seventh. Oh, you're going with that? Nah, nah, I'm not making any more predictions. Screw this. This is getting uh-huh. too expensive. You want to put some more cases on it? However, I did bet I took the plus three on Tampa, and then I took minus three on KC, and I won a couple hundred dollars. So I'm not a fool. Even though I might look like it, I'm not as dumb as I look. Wait a minute. So he won some money, but still you don't got your cases today? It should be double. There's some things Interest. that happened. There's and some, then, there's uh, some things that happened. Interesting. Some things There's that some happen. things that happen. No, you know what that is? A sign, up to that's one. a sign of disrespect. It he, is. Think, he think I'm soft and I'm something sweet. I might have to break his legs now. Just to let everybody else out there know we don't play oh, no kids. No. I'm about to honor Palmas. Oh, mama said, Chris, Chiefs won you owe dad. I'm going to pay up on my bet once I get my other cases from him. Hey, yeah, so how? Did, why, why doesn't your dad have his cases? Because I was waiting on you to give me my no, three cases. No, you don't wait on another man to bring you cases no. from your father. You got to go out and get your dad's. You know what? Both of you can go ahead and kick some rocks somewhere because <laughs> both of you guys, they don't even bet right. They they go with the favorites, right? Like, what kind of fun is in that? Oh, he's going to go, oh, yeah, you lost that Chiefs game. Of course. Well, what kind of betting would I be if I go, oh, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. It's like your boy Roster said. Predict the next Ryan Garcia fight. Predict who's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Ryan Garcia going to win. Don't matter who we fight. And the Chiefs, duh. <laughs> Said it. Predicted. But sometimes, sometimes I gotta be entertaining out here, and I gotta do things I probably wouldn't normally do. So sometimes I might hit the target, sometimes I might miss. In this situation, I was fifty for fifty. Ain't nothing to a player. I came hey, that's in. All I came into this thing with zero amount of cases of delicious on the palms, and I'm walking <laughs> out with two. Well, right now you're walking Paul out said, with none. Paul said, "Get your cases, Chris. Get your cases." Y'all better not bet him. He ain't gonna pay up. 
Y'all seen me pay up in the past. I am a man of my word. Uh, a man of your word. That I owe you right there. That piece of paper is just Some as good as three. It, it's garbage. It's best uh, Well, now it's Shh. null and void. He gonna text me and say, oh, I forgot to go get the cases. No, you didn't forget. You knew every single day. You just chose to lay around and do nothing. And you want to wait till those almost cases, quarter to three in the those afternoon? Those cases are, are so I, I are want to have They're past my limitations, my weight limitations for carrying. Imposed uh, by my doctor. a shopping cart. I have to pick them up though. No, you don't. Yes. You, all the excuses. Well, how in the world. how are the how are the cases the delicious cases of Arnold Palmer's going to get into my cart? You can you if can I don't kick pick them. them up. You can kick them. Am I Magneto? Am you I going to be able to pick them up? Are you are you in internet telekinetic you powers? You are not crippled. You you could actually order anything online now, so you could in theory have those delivered. They want to get here in time. Cases. I might have ordered them. What are you talking about? I might have already here. ordered them. I ordered something from the other side of the world. It'll be over here in two out two days. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that uh, the Arizona ice uh, ice tea company works. Oh, uh, now, now you know you you a professional Arizona uh, shipping, ice tea uh, shipping and everything. Get out of here. So in all in all seriousness, though, we got our Super Bowl matchup: Buccaneers versus the. The Bills? <laughs> for the uh, No, not the Bills. Oh, no, not no, the I Bills. Reading, I was reading someone's Not like, the Bills. I think uh, you're at or somebody. Ask for back, help. Ask for Darlene. help. Darlene. She said ask for help. Mm-hmm. And Darlene. <laughs> Where is she watching? YouTube? Uh, YouTube. Uh, Why is she on Facebook? Because can... everybody don't go to Facebook. Hey, She's but, more hey, hip. Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, Jason said, Do you ever wonder if the guy at the grocery store sees Mike and says, Mr. Bailey, another three cases for you today? (laughs) Yo, Jason is on my list. (laughs) Uh, Mike Logic is making me weak, said Rocky. Y'all have killed me. making my week. And then the slander Rocky threw on it because I know he knows how to spell your name. He spelled it wrong on purpose. Oh, yes, Yo, I didn't L-O-G. even notice that. M I C L O G I C. Hey, like 2021. I thought, I thought we, we told y'all 2021, spell this man's name right because I'm not trying to hear any more verses talking about his name. Not Yo, my spelled. name's Mike. Spell my name right. M I C L O G I K. They'll never forget the name. No, they won't forget the name. Just how to spell it. <laughs> so, Mike, I, I, I'd be remiss how you if, like I disrespect, if, huh? if I didn't ask you, though. So, who, who y'all got out there, man? Y'all really commenting on you loving this. Who you guys got in the Super Can Bowl? Can we talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second? He went 29 for 38, 325 yards, uh, 8.6 uh, average for passes, three touchdowns, one sack, a QBR of 95.8, and a rating of 127.6. That man was doing work. I'm I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I, I just now you learned your lesson. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tom. Brady. I'm not ready to make a prediction on it, but it'll be fun. I always love Super Bowl Sunday. It should be a national holiday. I even made a song about it. Mama said Chiefs, Chiefs. Now I will say this: I think if there is a team that can pull away in this game, I think it will be the Chiefs. I don't see I don't see the Buccaneers blowing them out. You know, by any means, I think the Chiefs are more likely to do that. Tyreek Hill is. One of the fastest players I've ever seen on a football field. Travis Kelsey is one of the most talented tight ends I've ever watched. And Patrick Mahomes is 
arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. What we what we got next week? We definitely going to preview it with a little more in depth. I think February seventh. So right. we'll go next week and let, get into it. Maybe even the week before. You know, we'll get into it. So I want to move it along real quickly. There was the UFC fight this weekend. Uh, Conor McGregor. Conor versus, McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. McGregor got knocked out in the second round. Man. And it was funny because I came in here and you guys were watching it and I, I didn't really see the first round. And I came in on the second and right away, like even before they said anything, I was like, man, that, that front right leg looks pretty jacked. It yeah, looks that, leg got, that leg got beat Remember up. I told you right away, I'm like, look at his leg. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he was hitting him with like counter uppercuts and, and landing clean. And I was like, ooh. Dustin's getting caught. Man, but he was whacking that leg. And no, he. I didn't notice until you said something. He's kind of pasty. I didn't, I didn't really see. And then I was like, what are you? And I was then, like, no, look how much swollen then it is compared to the I other. I saw the, the, the size was very different when his two legs were. He was kind of positioned. Uh, and you could totally and, see and it. And you could see that. It and was then like, I was like, oh, that's front, swollen. His front leg was like plodding along or not even really moving. Like when you have bounce and rhythm and you're, you're, you're creating angles, you know, you're moving on the balls of your feet, and you're you're moving at your waist. When you're not doing that, then something's wrong. And he got caught, and he, he got did. dropped, and it asked and the did. bigger question: Is he done? He says he's not. I don't think he's done. What? Well, no, I I know he's he's not done. But do you think he's done? I think he's because done. before the fight started, I was like, "Yo, this dude's trash. He ain't fought in how long?" And he had 314 and, days or something like that. And the, and the thing I was getting mad about, too, I'm not too mad because I don't really care. It don't affect how I live over here. But I was like, he was running his mouth about Khabib. And I was like, dude, didn't he get your ass beat? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to run it back for? Can we put him in the championship chunks, too? Because I bet on him and he let me down. I thought wait, he had, wait, wait, you lost another bet? Yeah, but I don't have to get <laughs> nobody any... Any iced tea. I thought he had a chance early on. I thought his punches were landing real you well. You were super giddy like a schoolgirl on her first crush. You were like, hee Yo, yeah, the punches were hitting his face really well. <laughs> but once Poirier started uh, hitting that leg with, with his kicks, Connor couldn't put behind as much on those punches anymore. Oh, Rocky was sad. He said, God bless Conor McGregor. I was sad after that fight. All champions eventually fall. That's true. They all do. And... And Jeremy just said Connor should focus on selling his awful whiskey, which is awful and it's just horrible. Don't, I got it once, don't get it. It let, ain't worth it. Let me say it. this. Didn't even give I, me a buzz. I, yeah, that what was, kind of whiskey is that? That was the problem. I didn't Drink think the taste was bad. Gallon. I didn't think the taste of his proper 12 whiskey was bad, but it just didn't do anything. It was like you're drinking water. Yeah. No, was, no buzz. Yeah. One time and I was done. No, thank you. No, thank you. Kind of like how he fought. So we're what? not here to partake. <laughs> we're here to take over. <laughs> it's so cocky you know and you know what I, I was gonna say what I loved was his wife his wife uh, oh, I caught his Borea, wife Borea. yeah she's like told you I told you and that's the last time y'all gonna talk about my husband like that and I was like that bitch right I, w- I will say this about Conor McGregor I think him and Muhammad Ali are the two best fighters of all time when it comes to selling their fights and maybe Floyd Mayweather up there but to me Conor McGregor does there's no one besides Muhammad Ali who can sell a fight better than him I, I don't know. That's an interesting take. I, I, I don't usually. I'm quick to disagree with you and jump down your throat. And this time, I'm like, man, I, I, I let it slide. I'm just saying he's very entertaining on his uh pre- he pregame he pregame interviews and whatnot. His antics. His antics. Yeah. So what do y'all think of? And we you know we said we'll, we'll be interesting to see what happens with him. I want to uh, wrap it up with the Bulls last Michael. Yeah, so the Bulls are sitting at 7-10 and 10 right now. Uh, since we talked last, they beat Charlotte 123-110. to 110. Then they went on to play the Lakers, and they lost 101-90. to 90. 
and that game was a, a a lot a lot further away than that score would indicate. They were getting their asses handed to them that whole game. Anthony Davis had 37 that game. And then yesterday they played the Boston Celtics. And you really got to see what happens when they go against elite guards and elite backcourts. They couldn't play defense on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And the Bulls are ranked right now 28th in defense. And they're ranked 4th in offensive rankings. So they're putting enough points up. They're just letting too many points too many points go. They need to clean up the defense. And they're also ranked last in turnovers. They turn over the ball 18 a game, I think, more than anybody. So they really need to clean that up. Defense and turnovers. But they've been entertaining. We've been saying that. They're fun to watch. You know, when you turn on the game, you're you're not going to be disappointed for the most part. I don't know about that. But, you know, they have the chance to throw throw up stinkers. And they're going to be without Wendell Carter Jr. for at least four weeks. So, once again, Wendell Carter Jr. lands on the injured list. Mm. What did he do? Something hip-related, ain't it? Yeah, something like that. I didn't. I didn't even read. I just mm. saw. I saw the headline, and you know, I four didn't... weeks. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. You know, I I really don't think like from a production wise, you miss him that much. It's more along the lines of, like it causes everybody else to move up one more spot in the rotation, and so it starts throwing off your rotations. That's mm. the bigger thing. Yeah, you want to see everybody healthy. Wouldn't it be too. the chi as well? Like you know, the group working. Well, that's together. what I'm saying. You're, right. You're, you guys are your people are slotted together. Like you three, will, us three will be going out there, and then when we transition, another three kind of you know they mm-hmm. mix and match. But now you got to move somebody else up, and then that throws off that one, and then you're trying to you know you're playing catch up, and you're so. also trying to figure out what you have with, with Wendell. But it's hard to figure that out when he can't stay healthy. You got nothing. <laughs> you you, you got to move on in the offseason. Maybe you can do something before the season ends, get a big man of some kind. So they I, they need a big man, and they need more perimeter defense. They need to play more games because I was looking forward to watching them tomorrow, and that game got canceled. Why? Yeah. Uh, COVID. COVID. So the other and, team and, and or our team? The, the Grizzlies. Team. So we'll see them on Saturday, hopefully, against the Portland Trailblazers. They'll be without C.J. McCollum. So we have a shot as long as we don't let Dame Lillard go off for 70 or something crazy like that. I think uh, Rona, to answer Rona's question, he's like, if Gafford's starting, then who's your backup center? Felicio! I, no, no, no. <laughs> you run a different lineup out there. I think you try to run something with uh, you Young. You got Fad and you got you run you Young. Got young. Five yeah, and you can even try to slide marking in over there. It, Felicio! You got you to gotta do some different things, but no, not Felicio. I'm not trying to see that. It should, this should be the last year of Felicio here, hopefully. Never want to. Never wish for the downfall or of a man's job and his earnings, but you know they gave. Who's him, what, seen the, the court years? Thirty two million. Yeah, who's seen the court first? Uh, Cornette or Felicio? <laughs> you love to say that because I know it pisses him off. Can I? Can I do it? <laughs> you want to do Felicio? Go ahead. No, 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 not that. Can I see the court? I mean, I grab a couple boards, throw a couple elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Gladly, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I think they got enough size to uh, make up for Wendell missing in action. It'll be interesting. I, they've been I they've been a good watch for me this year, and that's the least I can ask for. Three and games away from 500 basketball. I mean, so I mean, once once we get to the Super Bowl, it's over with, and we're gonna you know oh, we're right man. back there before we get up out of here. Is there anything you guys want to say? Like love and peace. Like love, love and peace. Like I always say, no. Shaw Native uh, collab good. album passports out. Thanks to everyone who's bought it. If you're interested, it's streaming everywhere. You can also go to idealraps.com and get it there as well. We ship out right away and send you a tracking number. Thanks for all your support. We love all your faces. And until next week, make sure you stay safe. Look out for yourselves. Look out for each other. Mike, on that podcast, season two, episode four, with myself and ideal is out now. 
Go to tinyurl.com backslash all net podcast, or you can find it on Spotify. Just type in Mike Logic All Net. Got a lot of Bulls talk on there. We speak with Lex Cruz, an excellent interview. Check that out. Thank you for your support. And shout out to True Chicago Sports fans and Shy Native Entertainment. Yeah, and we had uh, our special uh, guest producer was RP. RP of Green Lights Music. Ooh, very nice. Uh, for myself, thank y'all for wa- rocking with us. Everyone that's commenting, I appreciate it. You could have did anything else, but you chose to be here. That's great. We love you. Till then, keep safe, take care of each other, and we'll see y'all next week. I've been up, I've been down, feeling upside down. I keep working, but the money ain't enough right now. I keep praying for the best, because it's us right now. Keep it all to myself, all the trust right now. I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good one. A good one, yeah, yeah. I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good one. A good one. A good one. A good one.